Hey, this is Michael Hutchinson, and you're listening to the Front Row Podcast. This show is brought to you by Esdale Printing. For nearly 40 years, Esdale has been your source for banners, decals, signs, and your company needs. Check them out at 207 DeBat Street in Winnipeg or online at esdaleprinting.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Esdale Printing or on Facebook. And welcome back to the Front Row Podcast. This is episode 39. So I have Stephen Burns and Tyler Briggs. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. At a, combined age of, at a combined age of 39, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of young bucks here. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm kind of on 29 here on the 25th, so. <laughs> well, you're looking about 18, 19 fresh with that uh, nice shave. Oh, yeah, yeah I signed up for Dollar Shave Club, and uh, they send me some stuff. It's pretty oh, good. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad. They go. They actually have a lot of really cool products. Like, I, I still think I'm going to grow a beard sometime, so I'm only going to get a delivery yeah. every like four months or something like that. But yeah, yeah. How's Holly like it? She likes it. It took a little adjusting because I, I think if I had a beard the entire time we've known each other, which has been like, oh yeah, see so shaved years, like almost two years now. We've known each other. Yeah. Did she like yell? Did she yell? Stranger danger. No, she was there for the process. She oh, oversaw okay. it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, well, looking, looking very good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. You guys too. I mean, you always look good, so yeah. I had to catch up. I, I, so two of us were born in the 80s, and one of us was born in the 90s, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the oldest dog of them all. The oldest dog of them all, the host. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's Senior right. resident. Yes. Yeah. A comes wisdom. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. It explains everything. That's <laughs> yeah. why we let you through doors first as well. Age before beauty. Age before beauty, <laughs> yeah. That's right. If the Titanic sunk, you'd be getting off. The, we'd be, we'd be uh, bringing me. you off the chairs with all the women and kids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, for concerts, um, I sent you guys a text earlier. So, yeah. There's three questions to it. One is okay. someone you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Two is someone you haven't, like, would love to see again. And someone impossible to see now. Oh, good question. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first, uh, Briggsy? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Somebody that I haven't seen. Um, ah, man, I'm a really big... Uh, I'm a really big fan of the band Thrice, and I have been since I was mm. probably, uh, you know, my in my teen years. And I know there's probably not a lot of people that listen to that band, but they've kind of evolved. Like, as I've gotten older, they've kind of evolved from, like, that emo, My Chemical romance uh style of music to uh, just really, really good, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how else to put it, than, uh, like, progressive rock, almost. And... Uh, they're, uh, I've, I've never gotten the chance to see them, unfortunately, and I would, up until, well, no, I would still probably rank them as my favorite band of all time, so Thrice would be my number one. Uh, as far as number two goes, was that, uh, what was the question again for number two? It was... Uh, someone you would love to see again. Somebody I'd love to see again. Uh, one of the shows, still probably to the to this day, one of my favorite shows I've ever seen was uh, I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers play Stadium Arcadium when it came out in 2006. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, and that was uh, still probably 
I think that was one of my first concerts at uh, the MTS Center at the time. And I would say that uh, that was, you know, top to bottom, front to back, whatever you want to say. That was probably the best concert I've been to. And number three was who I'd like to see, and it would be impossible, I think. Yeah, impossible to see, but like to see. Yeah, it. yeah. I I don't think I don't think Led Zeppelin's ever going to play again, and I think that would be a ton of fun. That would be a lot of fun to go see Led Zeppelin. A lot of times we'll sit up and play cards at night, and we'll we'll listen to Led Zeppelin while we're playing Crazy Eights, and I'm like, man, I would just love to see that band play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess those would be the three, at least off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Good choices. Um, yeah, for me, uh, someone I haven't seen yet. Um, I guess they, I don't know if they quite fall into the impossible category, but um, they're getting pretty old too, but I really like the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably, in terms of like those really famous, like older bands, they're probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Um, so I'd probably say them. Um, they released a song. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. They released a song. They released a song. What was it last year? Like maybe two years ago. I think so. Yeah, they're still like making new music. Yeah, and I listen. I'm like, man, this sound. This sounds amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, incredible. So, yeah, no, great choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone I'd love to see again. I don't know. I've seen a lot of concerts. Uh, Being at Folk Fest for a few years too. Like, there's just so many bands that. Yeah that play there. Uh, but I'd probably go with like, my favorite band is the Decemberists. I don't know if you're, mm-hmm. if yeah, the listeners have heard of them, they're indie folksy kind of band. Mm-hmm. But, um, I saw them a few years back and I'd love to see them again. Like they're amazing. Um, arcade fire played a really good show. The black keys played a really good show. Yeah, it'd be funny. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few bands. Foo fighters. That was, I was going to say actually reminded me that was one of my, that, Probably was my first concert at Bell MTS played. This was the Foo Fighters uh, when I was a pretty young guy. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was a really good one. And a band that's impossible to see now would probably be The Doors, like with Jim Morrison. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously he's dead. So, but yeah, I'd say The Doors. They're probably my impossible to see band. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine there'd be a lot of good acts at Folk Fest over the years. That would be. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. And like, I've been excited for a lot of them, and some are people I've never heard of that ended up being pretty good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Courtney Barnett was really good there. She's an Australian uh, musician, like, pretty good rock music. If you like rock music, you like might, might like Courtney Barnett. Cool. She was really cool. sold. The Strumbellas, I really like the Strumbellas. Yeah, the Strumbellas so, are good. Yeah. They're a good time, good Canadian band. Yeah, yeah, a good sing along, good indie sing along. Oh, yeah, band. exactly. How about you, uh, host? Also, um, I go, like, for someone who's impossible to see, I wouldn't mind seeing Queen with Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that was a great choice, too. Because, uh, now they have uh, the guy from American Idol seen the last few times, and I don't really care for him. I just like Freddie Mercury better in Queen. Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a really Adam Lambert, I think it is. Yeah, Adam Lambert, yes. Yeah, su- super talented guy, but I think yeah, they just yeah. I don't know if it would be the same experience. Yeah, I not that I ever experienced Freddie Mercury, but it would be it would be a little bizarre, I think. 
Yeah, so but, for- yeah, I don't know. He's doing his best though, and I don't think he's like trying to be. And then you know, and then you deal with the, the the critics that would be like, "Well, you didn't actually see Queen if Freddie Mercury wasn't there." I mean, yeah, exactly. That's like when I went to Guns N' Roses in like 2006. I, I still remember being like, "Well, it wasn't Guns N' Roses; it was Axl Rose and everybody else." And I'm like, I, I don't know. They played Guns N' Roses songs. I was yeah. 17. It was it was cool. It was Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were late. Yeah. These bu- bubbles came on stage from Trailer Park Boys. That was cool. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. That's a good concert experience. Yeah. Right? Sorry, Don. Keep going. And like <laughs> someone you will love to see again. I've only been to four concerts. Wait, I've been to Three Dollars Down, Nickelback. Oh, cool. And, hey, good one, yeah. And Tim McGraw and Garth Brooks. So my selection is not really good. Like, they're good, but yeah. like, it's like four, so it's not extensive, but yeah, yeah, go all big acts though. Like, those quality. are all it's, it's about quality, not quantity, yeah. Like, three doors down, it was at uh, Club Regent. Oh, wow, yeah, no way, yeah, so, tonight. yeah. So, and then I got free tickets to it, so I was like, all right, let's go, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Man? I, I texted a friend of mine and asked her, uh, I was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And she's like, oh. I got a free ticket to three doors down. You want to go? Oh, B-Way. Mm. Can I tell oh, him? Oh, Braden Point. Oh, no. Did he score? B-Way to make it 5-4 the minute 14 left. Yikes. Wow. I believe they call that a dagger. Oh, yeah. And David Savard just got away with a pretty egregious... Uh, Is that dagger called Chelsea? ...cross checks. What'd you say, Don? Is that dagger named Chelsea? Chelsea Dagger. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, uh, before we move on to the hockey talk, uh, we were talking bands, and uh, one of the names that crossed my mind was Kim Mitchell, actually. And so, oh, yeah. Daniel Lanterns. So, yeah. So, story time with T Briggs here. So, anyways, I was like 13 or 14, and if Talon, friend of the show, ever listens to this, he'll be laughing his ass off. But anyways, so we're out at uh, where I used to camp all the time. It was like a trailer park. I'll try and set the setting here. It was like a, a trailer. Don, you've been there before. Yes. Cabanas attached to the trailer parks, and people are people are always sitting out by their fire pits in their front yard, and you're always walking by. And sometimes people like guitars, whatever. So uh, I end up walking down to Talon's place, which was really close to me. And uh, I'm walking by the road, and Talon's uh, stepdad at the time is sitting by the fire with uh, his mom and uh, two of their friends. And this guy's sitting there with an acoustic guitar, and he's jamming a song, right? And I'm like 14, right? So no idea who Kim Mitchell is. So anyways, uh, they're like, Hey Tyler, come here. And I was like, okay. So I like, go walk over and, uh, they're like, Hey Tyler, we'd like you to meet our friend Kim. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, cool. Uh, nice to meet you. My name's Tyler. He's like, yeah, you ever heard of Kim Mitchell? And I was like, yeah. I was like, my dad had his old cassettes. So I remember he used to play <laughs> in a truck and he's like, yeah, well, this is, this is Kim Mitchell. And I was <laughs> like, Oh, cool. Like I better go oh, tell wow. my dad. So I, I, after hanging out with him for a little bit and listening to him play the guitar, and I uh, walked back to my place to tell my dad, I was like, Dad, you'll never believe who's that Scott and Carrie. He's t- Kim Mitchell's here. And he's like, no, he's not. And I'm like, yeah, no, Kim Mitchell's at the fire. Like, the, the guy that you have is cassettes. And he's like, no, no, that's not Kim Mitchell. And I and my dad didn't end up coming down, but I ended up going back. And I was like, are you? And they're like, no, I'm not Kim Mitchell. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a that was a very mean prank. Oh yeah. wow! But uh, yeah, Kim Mitchell would be uh, that'd be a fun one to see. Might as well go for it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, he's good. Yeah. Then I haven't 
Oh, someone haven't you haven't seen yet? Katy Perry. Katy Perry, no. Did you know I went to Warp Tour in 2008 in Calgary, and we were there, and well, of course we were there. But anyways, so there was a girl playing on the stage, and uh, it turns out her name was Katy Perry, and it was right before I Kissed a Girl came out. And so, oh no way! Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She, was, she was playing Warp Tour, and uh, local legends from uh, from St. James Moments of Brilliance. I don't know if you guys remember them, but oh yeah, of course you guys do, right? So yeah. they were there playing as well. They had won uh, won a competition to play the Ernie Ball stage or whatever. And uh, singer of Moments of Brilliance, Jared uh, Jared Alderson, his uh, claim to fame was always that he uh, shared a cigarette with Katy Perry at uh, Warp Tour that year. No way! Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, wow. That's enough story time. I'm sorry. I'm kind of stealing. It here, but, uh, <laughs> Taking over everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the mood. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Katy Perry would be probably a good time. Oh, yeah. and Panthers almost just tied it. No dice. No dice. No dice. Yeah. Playoffs? No. Yeah, what's, up? what's up next? Uh, DR. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Fucking playoffs? Fucking playoffs? <laughs> so, what's your predictions in the playoffs of twenty twenty one? Run through the run through the matchups. Yeah, Start yeah, or, yeah. or just what, what do we think is going to happen here? It's going to happen. Okay. Uh, well, do we want to talk Winnipeg first, or do we want to just Winnipeg first? Whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know right now. Uh, it's it's a little bit early. I haven't really paid as much attention as I'd like to uh, throughout the year. I want to say that there's a there's a, a few matchups that really intrigue me. I'm really excited to watch uh, Pittsburgh and the Islanders again. Uh, I feel like there's some there's some bad blood, and New York seems to have had Pittsburgh's number over the last couple of years, and I think they swept them last year in the playoffs, right? So yeah, um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that. Uh, how that works. And I mean, the Islanders finished fourth in their division, so it's not going to be an easy path for them, but, uh, they're kind of, they're kind of my dark horse team to, to do well. I, I really like the way that team is built. I mean, they're, they're missing some, some star power, but, uh, I would pick them to kind of be my dark horse. And as for like who I think is going to come out of the, the divisions, I mean, I don't know, Toronto, Toronto and Edmonton both look, uh, I mean, lethal, offensively right and so i mean you can look at both of those teams uh i don't know how winnipeg's gonna fare against edmonton i think uh, a lot of us are kind of dreading that right but uh nice oh yeah there's don playing with the backgrounds nobody can see it he's being a thorn in our sides here but uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah I, I don't know i'm gonna uh, go a little bit off the board and uh pick the Islanders to do really, really well this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I I like the Islanders, too. I like them to beat Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know about getting past Washington or Boston in the second round, but, I mean, you never know, really. Like, any team could hit a hot streak starting the game. Yeah, if I had to pick a final, like, I, I really like Carolina. I've liked Carolina for, like, four or five years now. Yeah, to really make a run at it, but uh, I think they are pretty primed up this year. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, and I think Rod Rod Brendamore just seems like a like a really good coach. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think he just has them playing a really good like 
fun, skilled style of hockey. So I'm, I'm probably going to go Carolina mm-hmm. out of that side of the bracket. On the other side, I think I like I think Toronto's really good. I think they get out of the Canadian division, um, but I I probably will go with Colorado in that one. I just think like they're so stacked. Like yeah. front yeah. to back, that uh, and they got Grubauer is one of the best goalies in the league. Like, so I, I'm going to go Colorado, Carolina as my final. In terms of the Jets, I, I mean, I think they're going to get smoked. I, I don't know if they win a game, honestly. Like, I, I don't like saying that, and I, I hate to be negative. And I know that I rag on Paul Maurice and I rag on the Jets, and you know, I rag on some of their star players, but like. I just don't the, the way they played against the Oilers this year, and I don't see why McDavid would all of a sudden stop. He had 105 points in 56 games. Like he's not going to just stop scoring against a team that gives up like 50 million high danger chances a game, right? So I, I, don't know. I just think that the Jets can kind of get away with that style of giving up a lot of good chances against lower teams like Montreal and Calgary, Vancouver, and whatever. But like. The Leafs and Oilers just have too much talent, and so I, I don't see the Jets. Even if they can somehow sneak by the Oilers, I don't see them sneaking by the Leafs. But yeah, yeah. Helly, Helly's gonna have to play probably the best hockey of his career, which is saying a lot because he's already played some pretty amazing hockey throughout yeah, yeah. his time. But yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Avalanche, uh, Hurricanes. I think that's pretty fun. I, 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 do, I usually do. Can you hear my echo right now? Yeah. It is t- you can, eh? Yeah. It's very unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. I do a hockey pool with uh, with a couple friends of the show, and we usually do the the beard and mustache picks. You pick one from each conference. One's your beard, one's your mustache, and as long as oh, yeah. you gotta you got to keep it. And so I had uh, the Hurricanes as my beard, and I had the Oilers as my mustache. So um, I'm really hoping, really hoping the Hurricanes make it further than the Oilers. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll hop, I'll hop on uh, that dead wagon of yours, and I'll, I'll root for the Hurricanes all the way to the end, so I don't end up with a greasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I actually would love to see a Toronto Edmonton. As much as I want, I want the Jets to win. I really, I do. Yeah, I'd love to see a Toronto Edmonton second round. Like I feel like they're similar, but like Toronto's probably deeper. Yeah. Up front for sure, but. Like, I think the Oilers are honestly pretty comparable on defense. Like, I think the Oilers, I think people like to still think of the Oilers as a team with a bad defense, but, like, they're pretty solid. Yeah, if, if defenders, I mean, going to, with the Oilers, I would I would look at their forward depth, right? Yeah. Like it's just, it's just a, a lot of unknowns, at least compared to Toronto, where you've got, you know, Joe Thornton and Jason Spezza and those guys down. In yeah, the, you got guys three who, guys that yeah. have been playing in the league for combined, like, 35 years or whatever it is like they've, they've all been there so yeah. yeah i'd say that the leafs are the deeper team but i, I could see the oilers winning that series just based on yeah. david and dry alone like mm-hmm. they're just too lethal but yeah it's unfortunate like as much as i want to root for winnipeg i'm still gonna well obviously i'm going to but yeah um, yeah just all, all of their problems were exposed in the last 10 games down the stretch it was yeah. uh, it was it was so glaring that uh um, once you lost a guy or lost a player like Nikolai Ehlers, yeah, how, how yeah. important he is to to that offense, right? Well, yeah, and that's not to go on too much of an Ehlers tangent. Like I, I mean, I think he's the Jets' best player, honestly. But like, yeah. I think people thought it was kind of like, oh my God, Blake Wheeler's out. What are we gonna do? 
No, we can't go on without Blake Wheeler. And he's been, to his credit, he's been really good. Like, after his slow start, which was probably because of an injury, he's been playing really well. But, like, I think Ehlers is definitely showing how much the Jets miss him and just his ability to, like, create offense and keep the puck there sort of thing, you know? Like, it's not just a one-shot and then you're out of the zone sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he's back. Yeah, it'll be good. Don, where are you at with all this? Uh, lightning and night. Yeah. Those are good picks, too. Like, the lightning getting Kucherov back is huge. Yeah. Um, really, yeah. That's that's a big boost. And, I mean, I, I convenient timing, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy into the whole conspiracy. But uh, it is pretty convenient timing. Oh, right. Because they ended up, uh, who did they pick up at the deadline? Savard? They got Savard from, uh, yeah, from Columbus. Which put them over the cap? Or now they're over the cap? I think they're over the cap now, but now that it's playoffs, they're allowed to be. Yeah, like, like he probably could have jumped in and played a little bit at the end of the season, right? Probably, yeah. They had yeah. a lot of cap stuff to go with. Like, Vegas had to, Vegas had to play with 15 players in one game because of the cap. It was like their last or second last game of the season. They played with 15 skaters. Did they really? They're like a beer league team. I remember New Jersey doing that like uh, during Lou Lamarello's like final years uh, during the, uh, like following the Kovalchuk contract. I remember them having, oh, yeah. only yeah. being able to dress like, yeah, they weren't able to call anybody up. It's like, you know, when you're on NHL 21 and you just go sign a bunch yeah. of players in the offseason, right? And then, like, you go to set your lineup and, like, send guys down. And you're like, oh, shh, I can't call anybody up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Just stuck with 18 players on the roster. <laughs> That's kind of funny. But, yeah, no, Don, I like, uh, I mean, Vegas, I'm, I'm pretty sure Vegas is going to, well, I mean, you've got Colorado and Toronto each sitting there. And yeah. Edmonton, like that's a the final four is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Really, good. like the second round, I think we're going to see some wicked hockey on that side of the conference. Yeah, oh for sure. Really, it's a it's a good year to be a hockey fan, and it's nice to see some fans back in the seats too. That's a, yeah. a sign of good things to come. Hopefully for uh, the Canadian teams, not this year, obviously, but hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, let's get into uh, the World Championship with uh, Cole. F- Freddie and company with Tim Canada. Yeah. I've heard of I've heard him uh, referred to as Goal Perfetti now. Why well, is he After, playing well, yeah. Yeah, have you guys been watching the Moose games? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh just just highlights for me, but yeah. It's nice to see him do really well though. Mhm. Yeah, and and to I thought he was going to be a black ace for the Jets, but nice to see that he's headed over. Is it Latvia that's hosting? Yeah. Yeah, really nice to see that he's uh, he's headed over there. Uh, it's it's good that Hockey Canada will uh, include the young players, and often you get the, the a mix of the, the young players like Perfetti, and then uh, you know some of those old wily vets that end up uh, yeah. coming over from overseas or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping he'll play. Like I hope he gets some power play time and and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, no, this is good for him, though. I'm pretty excited to see if, what he can do. I'll try to catch a couple of games. I don't know what time they'll be on in Latvia. But oh, yeah. yeah. There'll be some, some late ones for There's, sure. Uh, the Moose defenseman really? there is playing over with the Germans. 
Oh, uh, Gwonke? Is that how you say his Gwonke, name? Gwonke, yeah, or something like that, yeah. I think, it, I think it's like, I think it's Gavanka. Like how they pronounce their W's with B's. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Gavanka. I don't know. He was playing in Germany? Yeah. Yeah. He's playing for Germany? Or? I think so, yeah. The thing is, the yeah. Oh, I see. I see. But he was with the Moose. Cool. Yeah, year. with the Moose, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I wonder if David Gustafsson will join Sweden. Because he had quite the year. Or if he'll be a black ace, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the Jets would probably want to keep him They'd around. probably want him up. That's yeah. true, yeah. He'd feel like he'd be looking at a roster spot next year. Or I would hope so. I mean, man, the kid's a beast. Like, I know it's the AHL. Like, yeah, he hasn't made the jump yet, but he's a good player. Yeah, and, they, and they've given him a fair shot. It's, it's clear that they think pretty highly of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, in terms of fourth-line fourth center, I don't think you could go wrong slotting him in there next year, but... That was a nice we'll that was a nice draft pick. When did they pick him? 2017? Yeah, in like the second or third round. Yeah, and he... Yeah, and I believe he was like one of the first 10 players of that draft class to play. Yeah. Again, I want to say that might have been after the Stastny trade because I think he was our first pick that year, but like, we didn't we didn't get him until the second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's cool. Though. I don't know. I'll have to keep an eye on that game. Uh, I know I looked at Sweden's roster the other day. They only had like two NHLers on it, so it seems like there will be a lot of. Uh, younger guys and a lot of kind of no-name guys but i love watching those guys you know like mm-hmm. i remember a few years ago when finland sent that team of like all players from the finnish league and they had that captain who was like this guy was like six foot eight just lumbering <laughs> down the left wing and he they ended up beating a canadian team that had like mark stone and yeah, a lot yeah. of really good players on it so i remember that because he like or maybe that was in the juniors but i remember there was this huge finish player and he, he scored a between the legs goal like right in the crease maybe yeah yeah i remember that too yeah yeah it should be good though but yeah no the playoffs are pretty exciting so yeah i'm excited for the jets to get started but yeah 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 mm-hmm. so it's uh trivia time now all right all right fired up so draft picks so this guy got picked 20th overall in 2004 by the New Jersey Devils. Travis Zajac. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, uh, so you may as well serve that serve that up to me on a nice silver platter. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, Do you want to uh, give me who wore number 13 and was an assistant captain for the Detroit Red Wings next? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Next one, he got picked 132nd overall in 2005 by Detroit. 2005? Five, yeah. Philpola? No. Was it Franzen? No. Ooh. I'm Cronwell? No, he's a Manitoba boy. Darren Helm. Darren Helm. Really, Darren Helm? That was my first guess, and I was like, nah, he wasn't drafted. He used to play in the same league that I did. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Jungle B. Yeah, exactly. KJ alumni. Still, he's still with them, eh? Yeah. <laughs> kind of surprised yeah. he hasn't jumped ship. I guess he's won a cup, though. Like He's got he's got kind of a big contract, too, like kind of one of those untradeable sure, ones, yeah. right? He'll probably be a Red Wing for life. Yeah, they signed him to one. I kind of liken his deal to, like, 
maybe not quite, but like guys like Brandon Tanev, mm-hmm. who like just got signed to that long term. Like Abdelkader was kind of another guy where I was just like, what are you thinking? Like that was part of like, yeah. When I was kind of transitioning more to the Jets, I was like, why would you sign a grinder who's like never had more than 50 points in his career to like six million a year? Like, I know he's local and you like the guy, but like, yeah, yikes. Yeah. No, Pittsburgh, it was like, good for him. Good for him. It's all, as always, I always find it risky when teams give long, give term to bottom six forwards. Yeah. And like, that's why I like the Lowry contract is a good example where I was like, term or the, the dollar value I love, but I'm like, oh man. Yeah, four year deal or four year deal. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, like he's the I kind of player that'll end up like a like a Paul Ghostad or something like. Yeah, yeah, like re- really good third line center, but like I don't know. I feel like you give that kind of term to someone that could play in your top six. But that's like, yeah, I, I, a guy like Andrew Kopp who can play up and down the lineup, right? Like yeah, yeah, I probably Kopp uh, doesn't even have a contract coming up, does he? Yeah, uh, yikes! Yeah, I hope they resign him. Yes, hundred and seventy eighth overall. Uh, in 2010. In 2010? 178th? 178th. Who took him? Who took him? Ottawa. Yeah, who took him? Ottawa took him. Mark Stone. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Eric Carlson, though. 178th. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he was the guy who could, he was the, the elite scorer who couldn't uh, skate. Couldn't skate. Yeah, that was always the knock on him. Yeah. He did have a bit of an awkward skating style. Like, I remember going to watch Wheat King's games, and he did just, he looked a little weird when he skated, but I wouldn't say he was a bad skater. And even watching him now, like, just watching him, watching how smart of a player he is in, say, the neutral zone or, like, when he crosses the blue line, it's almost like he slows everybody down around him yeah. to, make the, to make the right play. Like, he's, he's yeah. such a good, such a good playmaker. I love watching that player. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty gifted player, like, and doesn't get a lot of talk in terms of, like, top players in the league. I'd have a top five, honestly. Like, yep. separating forwards, like, just top, I think he's a top five forward in the league. Yeah, just another just another good St. James boy, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, when I refer to buckets, I mean helmets, but not buckets, buckets. What do you think about the golden buckets that Knights have? Oh, the golden helmets. Yeah, helmets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. It just kind of reminds me of, you remember when Nashville first started wearing the yellow ones? Yeah. And I thought it was like the worst thing on on the planet Earth. I was like, man, they got to go back to the blue ones. They got to go back. And then anyways, so I'm watching the Vegas game this afternoon. They're playing against Minnesota. And I'm like, oh, where's the golden buckets? Those are kind of boring, you know? So, so I don't know. Like I, at first, no, I think they're ridiculous. But I don't know. I saw them on TV today, and it was like, oh, it was like you know when you see a bald guy without his hat on. It was like, oh, man, like, yeah, where's your bucket, dude? It's like, jeez, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I don't know. I don't really know where I stand on it yet. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't mind it. Like I, I, I like them switching things up and getting a little creative. Um, like I like the white gloves. I hated yeah. the white gloves at first, but now I think it looks <laughs> unreal. Like I think most teams, if they went to white gloves, it would look really sharp. Like with their white unis. Mm-hmm. I just, I, thought, I think the frustrating thing about the golden helmets for me is that they don't wear them with their gold jerseys. I think they would look sick 
with their mm-hmm. gold alternates, but they look stupid with the gray jerseys. I think they look dumb with the gray jerseys, but if they wore them from if they wore them to like with their gold jerseys, I think it would be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I mean, they're trying to they're making the game fun, right? And I mean, Vegas is a kind of market where you know you can't just rely on people being hockey fans. And I think yeah. that's that's the way the game's evolving. That's how you expand the game to more audiences. So I'm cool with it. Whatever they want to do. If they want gold skates next year, I'll be okay with that. Too. Yeah. Like, like, could you imagine in a traditional market like Winnipeg, like them, them showing up with like a, with like a bright red helmet or something like that. Like the, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like metallic silver helmets. With oh yeah. Something, yeah. Something totally weird. Like fans would be like puking in their mouths. Here that, and, uh, they're going nights farm team. And they have the silver helmets. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Chrome dome, oh my god! Chrome <laughs> <laughs> domes. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I might just like it. Okay. All right. All right. For us, there, Don. Yes. Um, one of his verses is coming up. So. Would that be? Yeah. Mr. Bernsey on the 25th. Oh. Ooh. And 29. 29. Uh, Guys, the meeting's about to end. I don't want to do this to you, but it looks like it's about to end. Yeah, I think we only got a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy birthday in advance, bro. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. I expect the biggest shout-out from the Front Row Podcast Twitter uh, account. I expect she'll dig through my Facebook photos and find the oldest, most embarrassing photo. <laughs> and uh, I'll just. That's be, not like him. I'll be spending the next couple of weeks uh, just preparing myself for that mentally, for that <laughs> embarrassment. So I'm uh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy your last year being in your 20s. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to cherish it forever. It's all uphill from here. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring on 30. I'll skip a year. Can I skip a year? I'll just get it done. <laughs> the dirty 30s? <laughs> exactly. I just want to do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good to talk to you boys as always. Nice. Always, man. Thanks Drive safe. On. Drive safely. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. See you, boys. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Front Row Podcast. Download the show on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Front Row and join in the conversation. Catch us next time on the Front Row Podcast.